Hello, everybody. What's going on? I hope y'all are doing good. I hope y'all are happy today. Hope y'all are smiling. I'm doing okay today. Man, I'll tell you what, though. School just makes me so tired. Like, I get home today from class, and it shouldn't make me this tired, but school makes me tired. Like, it just drains my soul. Oh, my God. Like, it drains everything out of me. To just go there and just sit there in a classroom and just listen to a teacher talk, you know, about a subject for an hour and 15 minutes. And, you know, all of this just for a piece of paper. Jesus Christ. I get home today, you know, I tell myself, you you are going to record an episode and you are going to get in a run. I kid you not, if I don't freaking sit there and just want to sleep for the rest of the day. I am just so tired. Everything everything in my soul is tired. My body's tired. Freaking brain is tired. Eyes are tired. Everything is tired today. Oh, man. It just drains everything out of me. But today is going to be a fun one. Uh, You know, sooner rather than later, the weather's going to start cooling down a little bit. I'm not sure about for the whole southern states, you know, especially the one I live in. Like, hopefully things are going to start cooling down here in a bit. Uh, I hope so because I'm getting so tired. That's also something I'm tired of. It's just the hot weather. You know, I'm tired of going out and leaning out and just going out and I'm freaking sweating. You know, I don't know where, where everybody lives in particular, but, like, especially where I'm at. I don't know if this happens to where, where y'all are at or whatever but just the thought of going outside makes me sweat like i can't even think about going outside without sweating profusely and then like and then it's that weather that like you go outside for five minutes and like you have to like take a shower afterwards you know like there's just no recovering from it not enough there isn't enough deodorant that'll save you there isn't enough freaking uh body spray that'll save you you know, there's nothing. You just go out, and you're just sweating, and you're tired, you know. just doesn't make for a good time. <laughs> this doesn't make for a good time. But, nah, you know, uh, school's going good. Um, my classes are going pretty good, and uh, we're talking about some interesting stuff. So I can't really complain too much. But, yeah, just, just tired, you know, just tired. So today's topic of hand comes at the kind of hopefully the tail. I'm hoping me talking about this will make it like the kind of the tail end of the summer because I kind of want to end at least going into September and August off on a nice little summer topic. I'm not sure if this is a nice little summer topic or not because we're going to be talking about sharks eating people, but it does revolve around the beach, does revolve around people swimming. And it does revolve around something that lives in the ocean slash rivers sometimes. So, to me, it's a good little summer topic. I don't know if the whole vibe of the freaking movies are good summer movies to watch if you just watch a casual summer movie. But, to me, in my messed up horror mind, it is a nice little summer movie. And I love these movies. You know, the movies I will be talking about today, I'm... Basing these movies 
not on like a tier of like the best shark films of all time because that's what I'm going to be talking about or like shark shark films and stuff. But just because of how they made me feel. They're not necessarily, I mean, some of them are top tier, but like they're not the best of the best. You know what I mean? You know, they're not, you're not going to watch some of these movies and be like, wow, that was some of the best cinematic masterpieces I've ever seen in my life. Hardly any outside of like Jaws and maybe a couple other um, shark movies. You're not going to get like cinematic masterpieces with these movies because it is hard, first of all, to make a good looking shark in a movie. Like it's hard to make those things really realistic. That's why you see so many bad uh, shark movies because the shark looks so bad. You would think like, and the fact, and I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. But, like, you know, it's the fact that, like, these movies as a whole, they don't get a big budget, like, at all. Like, they don't, like, the biggest budget I think I've seen in a shark film was The Meg and, like, Jaws. Like, the first Jaws movie. And, you know, in The Meg, they made the sharks look, they made the big Megalodon look freaking great. Like, I thought uh, The Meg was a good looking shark. So was Jaws, you know, and I think Jaws, the shark was like robotic. So they can actually like, it wasn't CGI. So they could actually make it, you know, look realistic, but I think that's how it went. But, you know, this, uh, this list is, like I said, it's pretty much, it either scared me or, you know, it, I had a good time watching it as a whole, or it just exposed some of the fears that I have of the water. And, or, and, or I just had a fun time watching it or maybe all of the above for certain, for these certain movies. Uh, I have my notes in front of me. Um, these notes include the director and the cast because I suck at names so bad and I'm just going to kind of talk about, it. I'm not going to freaking go into detail about any of these movies for real, but. I'll give you like what the majority of the movie is about and how they made me feel. And yeah, so let's get this list started for y'all. Coming in at number five, I have 47 meters down. So this is about two sisters. Oh, let me shoot. Let me tell y'all what who's directing and what's the cast. It's directed by Johannes. Gosh, I suck with pronouncing stuff too, apparently. Johannes Roberts. And is the cast is it, 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 let's see if I can actually talk without stuttering. Jesus Christ, Wyatt. And the cast includes I love how I freaking say that I go like ah, 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 right afterwards. <laughs> I know how to speak my language, y'all. Um, the cast includes Mandy Moore, Claire Holt, Matthew Modine. Oh gosh, I'm so sorry, Modine. I'm just gonna say Modine. I probably butchered that. And Chris Johnson. So, I saw this in theaters, and uh, I believe this was my, well, no, I lied. This is like my th- second or third shark movie I've ever seen in a theater. And it's about two sisters. They go down and take a trip because one of the, uh, I think one of the sisters uh, got her heart broken. You know, the other sister felt bad. So, hey, let's go to Mexico. And, you know, they decide to go cage diving by these very suspect uh, people. And the the freaking cage itself when it goes into the water is rusted it's not in good condition at all and it it's just the whole the whole thing is a whole freaking suspect of a trip right 
the whole thing. And <laughs> so they get in the water. The thing eventually breaks and they go, uh, you know, probably can guess the depth 47 meters down. Right. And, you know, they're running on limited oxygen because, you know, they have the whole snorkeling system thing or whatever. But I remember this movie uh, getting under my skin just based on the fact that it was dark. Uh, you can't see the surface and you're in a, stuck in a cage and you have to somehow get back to the surface. You know, you can't see worth of nothing. Oh, and to add to the fact there are large freaking great whites coming after you. Yeah. Now, first of all, that alone. Okay. I, I would honest to God rather my partner just shoot me because I'm either going to die because of a because of just like pure, I don't know, like a heart attack or something because of what's going on. Or a shark is going to end up just come murking my life because that's probably what's going to happen. Okay. So just based on like the darkness aspect and the depth and the fact that like you're losing oxygen and there are angry sharks coming after you and you're pretty much hopeless and you can't see barely two or three feet in front of you. Uh, that alone, uh, scares the mess out of me. Okay. So like, let me clarify something real quick. It's not like the ocean. Well, it is the freaking ocean. It's like the ocean passed like knee high to me. That scares me. So like that little section of water that goes like that is before it gets up to your kneecap. I'm fine. You know, I'm fine chilling with the little minnows and fishies that go up that far. Right. That kind of nibble on your freaking legs and stuff. But once I get past that, I, I've just seen too many videos of, like, bull sharks, hammerheads, great whites even, going up to that far up, you know, looking for food. And I'm just like, no, no, that ain't going to happen. No, not on my watch, you know. And, uh, yeah, so there's this one. I don't even remember too much of this movie. Like, I, I don't remember a whole lot. But uh, what one scene I do remember, and this stuck with me for a good minute is when one of the sisters has to go out of the cage because uh, uh kind of like a diver uh from the surface kind of came down and uh, was going to give them fresh oxygen tanks you know until they're able to bring them back up she went out looking for him you know just to get his flashlight or whatever and where they're at there's like a little coral reef before like there's a big drop off that goes deeper you know that goes like 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 kind of deep that you see in like diving videos that you just go over like the edge of the coral reef and you can't see the bottom. Yeah. That type of shit. If I was swimming out there, you know, and you know, I get to the end of the coral reef and I look over and I can't see the bottom. And I know that there are sharks because there's a shark trying to get you and stuff already, dude, I'm swimming back and I'm telling my sister, I look, we're dying. Like, <laughs> Like, we're dying, yo. Like, there's no way my freaking 5'5 five five scared self is ever going to make it past these sharks. Because no way in ever am I swimming across that. But you know what? She she did better than me because she did it. <laughs> she, she got that flashlight and she swam all the way back too. Man, no way. I would pass out of fear, you know. So, you know, and at the end, you know, you kind of get this, I think, this hallucination thing or whatever. Uh, where they're both swimming up and, you know, like 
these sharks are circling them and like they have to stop every so often so like they don't get those little gas bubbles in their head and the sharks are kind of like grabbing at them and like trying to attack them but like the light is keeping them away or some something and or maybe it's a flare gun but dude i would be losing my absolute mind bro this 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 movie alone okay it's the reason why i will never cage dive and i know i know there are people out there who will say well you know there aren't the odds of that actually happening but the right equipment are so slim i don't care i don't i don't care leave that at home leave that opinion to yourself because i do not care you will never catch me in a cage attached to a boat man at all at all i don't care this movie has proved that point so that being said that movie was so good though like it, they did a, such a good job with it and they did their job they scared the mess out of me and uh so good job i'm uh, i was very satisfied watching that movie coming in at number four is the meg directed by john turtletob oh gosh i freaking <laughs> i got the first one right part of that right but i don't know if i got the whole second part of that last day right i'm sorry it's casted by jason statham Ling, uh, Lee Bingbing, Rain Wilson, Cliff Curtis, Winston Chow. Uh, gosh, I'm probably pronounced that wrong too. So this movie was just so much fun to watch. Okay, so I've been prior to this coming out, I have always wanted a good Megalodon movie to come out, and I think people as a whole tended tend to judge movies too soon, way too soon, and. Or like not too soon, way too heavily. And this and this movie is a prime example. Okay, so when you make a shark movie, I don't think you are in it for a good dialogue per se, or a good, uh, or like the best acting in the world, or anything like that. This movie had some great acting in it for a shark movie, especially for a megalodon movie, because they could have just put all of their money into the action sequences and put all their time into like. The freaking action sequences and stuff and how the megalodon looked and all that stuff you know that they didn't even they, they didn't have to put as much effort as they did into the script because i really liked the dialogue the dialogue in this movie was pretty good you know i think there were some comedic relief parts that were a little cringy but the whole movie is revolved around this ex-military guy who has a freak out or the Navy claims that uh, that he had a freakout moment and that whatever you saw down in the Marianas Trench was fake. And, you know, the submersible that this company has brought down to the Marianas Trench gets, uh, or like the deepest point of the world or whatever, in the ocean. Don't, I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. I still got to explain. Uh, you know, gets crashed down there by the Megalodon and they had to go and bring a uh, freaking rescue squad down there and they bring Jason Statham character back because he's the only one that's ever been down there. And at this point, Jason Statham's a drunk and he has to come back and work with the team. Lee Bing Bing's character doesn't like him, uh, but you know, they make up and stuff throughout the movie and they have to save this crew and fight a big Megalodon in the process. So, this movie was really good. You know, like there's this one scene where like in the underwater uh, kind of part of the free, what do you call it? The station, you know, at this point, the Megalodon has already kind of escaped and the escape, the little cloud that it's under, because like where these Megalodons live is underneath like this uh, little pit 
where it's covered by this like whole cloud and it keeps the area down there warm so they're able to thrive and stuff so one of the scariest parts of this movie is because i put myself in this situation right like how would i react in this situation it's like this little child right is kind of looking out in the freaking water and then all of a sudden you see this like megalodon come toward you uh and then he's just looking at you and it attacks the window but thank god the window is like is good with like pressure and stuff because it doesn't break the glass but like it freaking goes out the window because it wants to eat this little child bro i would be shizzing my pants bro like absolutely pooping my pants like in every way possible dude oh my god like imagine we go down there and we see a freaking megalodon for real like Yo, I'm not, I'm, I'm high stepping it out of there, and I'm hoping to God that the Megalodon doesn't see me because, yo, that would be scary, bro. But what this movie does is it's listed as a horror, but it should be kind of like a thriller action because, you know, it, it's really just hunting down a Megalodon without any really, without any jump scares, and you just have a good, fun time with it. Like, honestly, like the Jason Statham. You know, you kind of can relate to him because he's kind of battling some personal demons. And everybody in this movie is kind of battling something, I feel like. And that, and they did a great job with how they did, you know, they freaking, you know, persuaded, not persuaded. Yeah, is that the right word? How they portray these characters is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, they did a really good job. And I am actually really i was really satisfied watching this movie and i was actually really sad because i didn't watch this in theaters i was kind of really back and forth and seeing it but i ended up getting it on dvd and uh it, it was solid it was a real i was really sad that i like after watching it i was like dang i really should have seen this in like imax or something you know like it would have been a perfect movie to see in imax and i was so sad when i watched it and, and realized that i was so sad but yeah, you know, they, they have some fun scenes like the Megalodon going through this heavily crowded beach and like attacking everybody. That was a solid time. And a Megalodon uh, eating another dead Megalodon off a boat. That was pretty fun. So like this movie isn't like it won't scare you at all. You know, it, it was a really solid film. And I, you know, was very happy with, with it. And um, I was really happy with how the Meg turned out because I was more impressed with how they made the Meg the Megalodon look. Like, I thought I was going to see some, like, corny, really, like, uh, really bad CGI type stuff. But the Megalodon looked good. Like, and Jason Statham, he was a badass in this movie. Lee Bingbing, she was a badass in this movie. Uh, it really had some good characters. Um, the comedic relief could have been a little better. But, you know, I was just so happy to get a decent Megalodon shark movie as a whole. I was so satisfied, so... Megalodon, I give you a good 7 out of 10. I was just so happy with seeing a Megalodon on the big screen. Well, for me, didn't see it on the big screen. I saw it on my TV screen. But happy that it happened, though. Anyway, coming in at number 3, we have The Reef. And it's directed by Andrew. Oh, here's another tricky one. Trocky. And it's casted by Damien, Walsh, Holling, Guyton, Grant, Grantley. Gosh. Oh my God, I can read. Adrian Pick, Pick, Pickering. Oh God, I'm so sorry. Zoe Naylor. I got one of those names right. I can read. Okay, so The Reef. This is another one that just, uh, it got to me because 
just simply on the fact that like there's people they take a trip on the yacht and the yacht floods and the capsizes and they have to all find a way to survive uh and then they kind of don't survive and well with the exception of a couple i think maybe one person but what got to me the most about this movie is the fact that like they are all stranded in a ocean with no land in sight you know absolutely no land in sight their feet can't touch the bottom and to add to the fact they have a bunch they have i think it was just one great white shark i believe y'all can correct me if y'all want i believe it was one angry shark picking them off one by one okay and what got to me the most about this movie is that you know you can't touch the bottom and you know that there's a shark hunting you down one by one you know and i think the shark is having a grand old time and you know at some point you just know you're so screwed because you are just waiting food for this thing because it's hungry. It might have had a bad day and it just wants to pick you off. And, you know, it's just straight chilling, you know, straight chilling, knowing the fact that you're pretty much you're dead meat. And so I think that's what freaked me out the most about this movie. This movie as a whole, like it doesn't scare me, you know, like, okay, yes, if, it was freaky to me. Like, the whole concept of the movie freaked me out. But it won't, like, jump scare you. It won't, like, you know. You, you just get this whole thing of, like, I am so screwed if I'm the only one left. Right? So, that's what scared me the most about it. And the acting was good. Like, the the way that the director made this movie vibe of like you just never really know what's going to happen next even though you kind of do uh the the way he did that was uh top notch i really it was really good uh the atmosphere was right you know like i just feel like uh if you he made the director made this atmosphere of like or kind of like how you would feel if this was happening to you you know like it gave you some anxiety it gave you you know fear it gave you the sense of like, holy crap! If I'm in this situation, I am freaking out. You know, so like that's just, that's exactly how I feel, how I would feel in this kind of situation. So, top notch. The movie was great. I think, uh, you know, it's just this. It there isn't much to talk about because, like, you know, I'm not dissecting this movie. I'm not really reviewing it. But, you know, it's just a bunch of people getting picked off one by one by an angry shark who had a bad day. You know. Maybe the shark just needed a hug. You know, maybe they should have offered the shark a hug. And uh, the shark looked good. You know, I think they actually used a real-life shark, which was kind of freaking scary. But, um, yeah, like, obviously, you can't train a shark. But, like, the way that they filmed it, like, they just got random shark, like, shark bits. You know what I mean? Of a shark. And they just made it seem like the shark was going after him. I think that was this movie. Don't get me wrong. I just probably overthink it. It is this movie. I don't know that they do that. But, anyway... This movie, give it a good 8 out of 10 just for making me actually feel my fears for like a good hour and a half. But, alright guys, so before I do number 2 and number 1, I'm going to have you all listen to my little uh, little ad on here. And then after the ad, I'll be right back. So, just stay tuned for my number 2 and 1. And yeah.
Hey, thank y'all for sitting through that if y'all did. So the rest of this is just going to be me talking about my number two and number one spot. And uh, just got done hydrating, all that cool stuff, got some water. Uh, so coming in, we're going to get right into it. Coming in at number two is Jaws. As you know, probably y'all could probably assume that this was probably number one or number two. But okay, so this is directed by Steven Spielberg and is casted by Roy Scheider, Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfus, and Lorraine Gary. Uh, so I think this movie I rewatched it not too long ago and it wasn't scary. Like, I don't know why I let this scare me as much as it did, right? Like, I just think. I was a product of me being too young and watching a movie with a big shark hunting down human beings. And I swear to God, like, you know, this shark had did not want to eat anything else other outside of humans. Like, it did not want to eat anything uh, at all, you know, so other outside of humans. Like, it did not, it was not interested in fish, dead whales. It wasn't interested in... You know, anything that could provide it nutritional or nutrition outside of humans at all. So I think the reason why this scared me so bad is because there's this big great white shark purposely hunting down people. And I already wasn't too big of a fan prior to this movie of the beach. Like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't too excited to go into the water, you know, per se or anything like that. And this movie just absolutely nailed it on the coffin. I hated this movie for that reason. And for a long time there, I would not watch this movie until into my later teens. And I just, I hated it. I, I hated the movie, but now I value the movie, you know. And uh, it's a really solid movie. I don't know what else there is to say about this movie. It's just the fact that, you know, it's such a classic. And it made so many people actually scared of the water. And I understand that, like, the odds of you getting attacked by a shark are so small. But this thing was purposely hunting down people. Like, it it, it, it it was just such a troll. And it really bothered me that it purposely hunted down the human race. Like, bothered me. And the fact that you, that no bullets would kill this thing or, like, it, no, like, anything else, no knife or nothing. You had to explode this thing to freaking kill it. And still it came back for like three more movies, man. Like, Jesus Christ. You got a supernatural ghost shark. I swear to God it was. Coming back for more and more and more and more. So, yeah, it, it bothered me. It bothered me a lot. It made me scared of the ocean, you know. But now that I watch it now, it, 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 it doesn't really bother me too much. But, like, it, it was a really good film. And obviously, you know, it one of the most influential films of all time and uh it was such a such a good film i would recommend this to anybody just don't show it to your kids if you're afraid to have them scared of the water so with that being said coming in at my number one this movie jesus christ man like i'm talking about i'm talking about just scared me to itsy bitsy pieces you know and, uh, yeah, it was more of a, you know, I would argue that this is more of a horror thriller action 
mix you know like you, you get a good bit of everything right it's a horror because you get kind of like some scare sequences you kind of get and it's a thriller because you're always on edge and it's an action because you're always like i don't even know how to describe it but like you're just all i don't even know it, it was just it had good action in it all right don't question me but <laughs> don't question me but anyway it, this movie is uh, The Shallows. It, I believe it came out in 2016. It's directed by Huame Colette Sarah. Uh, it's casted by, I'm going to butcher a lot of these names, uh, Blake Lively, Oscar Huenada, An- Angela Corzo, and Joseph Salas. So, yeah, the lead in this movie, I think it was, 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 it, Blake, was it Blake Lively? Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry. Was that her name? I'm having to look this up right now, so just be patient. One second. One second. I'm looking at the cast. Yeah, that's her. Blake Lively. She is casted as this um, surfer who is brought to the beach to go out surfing. Things go wrong, and then she has, and then she's stranded on this little rock, uh, on, you know, just offshore, like a little ways offshore. And there's this, like, little, a little ways away from that, there's this, like, little metal thing that has, like, a light on top that blinks. So if you are, like, a, one of those ocean junkies who knows what's going on and who knows what I'm talking about, that blinks, I guess, for boats in the night or something like that. And, you know, she has to survive the shark because she's bleeding. She's attracted the shark that's circling this rock. Uh... She has to survive that and manage to find a way back to shore and hopefully be saved. So what I enjoy the most about this movie is one thing I really feel like they benefited is that because she's alone and isolated on this rock, uh, she did not have to like there, there wasn't a lot of script to make this movie, you know, bad because like. Like, in normal shark movies, like, outside of, like, Jaws, they, there isn't great dialogue. And it's just, like, horror movies. Like, there isn't, like, good dialogue. You know what I mean? In general. And that's, you know, like, because, like, you watch these movies for, like, mainly the one person trying to figure things out. You know? And, you know, I think this movie really benefited. And I think it really focused in on the atmosphere and like the whole like helplessness of like holy crap i got this mega freaking shark coming after me and you know circling me and it just wants to eat me because it smells blood you know and by the way that's why that's what scares me the most about sharks is that they just go off of basic primal instincts they don't i mean they have no thought they have no uh you know regard or care or anything for life they whenever they get hungry they go eat whenever they need to go migrate they just migrate whenever they need to mate they mate you know they 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 run off pure instinct and that's what scares me the most about these things is that they don't they don't care about you if they're hungry they're gonna get a little nibble and if they're really hungry they're gonna go after you you know you know if they ain't no fishes around and they just see you you know so that's what scares me about sharks. But anyway, I do enjoy that they made uh Jesus Christ. 
Blake Lively's character. I'm sorry, I just had a freaking blank out moment there. Uh, Blake Lively's character really smart. Like, there's this one point in the movie where she has to stopwatch and like she times how long it takes for the shark to go from that little metal thing a ways away, the metal light, the metal light at the end, uh, a little ways away, and to get from there to the rock. So she times that, and then uh, that eventually lets her, you know, get there and stuff. And she, at the end of the movie, she ultimately, like, is swimming and in the water, and the shark is chasing her. By the way, I don't know if, if I have any gamers in this uh, listening, but have you ever, like, been chased by, like, a horror character or, like, by something, and you have that, like, anxiety of, like, you know this thing is running after you and it kind of makes you all tense and you get your heart pumping a little bit. And you get that anxious feeling because like you don't know if this thing's going to come behind you and grab you and stuff. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt at the end of this movie when this woman is swimming away and trying to get to this uh like little metal thing. And she has to grab this metal piece and like stick it down the shark's th- like mouth just to kill it. Bro, my heart was freaking pumping by the way oh my god i hate it when freaking movies do that but i love it at the same time because it makes me feel alive if i'm being honest with you but like oh my god that freaking scared the living mess out of me yo scared me but yeah this movie does such a good job at keeping you tense keeping you like engaged you know and uh it does such a good job with, you know, just making you wonder, like, how is this chick going to survive, right? And, by the way, shout out to your character because, like, you know, even after the fact, right, you know, you, you she gets saved and she has to amputate her leg. But, or is it her leg or it might have been her arm. Well, it has to have been her arm because... She was because like she went back out and uh, to the same beach and started surfing the same dang water that she got this had had this situation happen to. So like props to her character for that. And uh, I really enjoyed that they made, you know, her a strong character, you know, and not just kind of like a and I really enjoyed that. Like they didn't make her like a character that screamed at everything. Cause I hate characters like that who just scream over a freaking pencil dropping on the floor. I hate that so much, you know, but like, yeah, they did a good job with this movie. Uh, you know, like I, they made you feel for her because you, you kind of feel like this helplessness of like, like this whole, like this big shark is coming after me. And like, what, like, what is there to do? You know, but like, you know, but survive and figure out ways to survive. And they do, they make you feel anxious. They make you feel scared. They make you feel helpless in a way because they put you in that situation, you know? And also do this like little cute thing that there's this bird. There's like the seagull that comes and hangs out with her on the rock. It, it's there the whole movie. It's almost like it was her best friend. I thought she was just hallucinating that for the longest time. But like, no, I thought that was a cute little thing that they did. They have like this whole freaking bird just chilling there right on the rock with her and that was pretty cool but um yeah this movie i give it a good eight or nine out of ten it the whole atmosphere was right you know and uh 
it was new. It was I, I've never seen that happen in a shark movie before, so it was really solid. And uh, they, they brought a new idea to shark shark movies, and you know they made it. They made the best of it. It was a short movie. It was only like an hour and twenty two or so minutes or something like that. But they uh, they did a good job with the money that they had and uh, you know the time that they had you know to work with. So with that being said. I hope y'all are. I hope y'all enjoy this episode. I enjoyed making it. It was definitely one of my favorites. You know, I knew the moment I came up with this topic with how fearful I am of sharks, it would be a good little topic to talk about. Uh, you know, I know that there are some other movies that could have been included, but like I said, this isn't like an official top five list. This is just some of my personal favorite shark movies uh, that are out there. So your list might be different from mine, and that's perfectly okay. You know, we all have our own opinions, and that's perfectly fine. So, I hope y'all enjoy this episode. If y'all want, y'all can message me on here, what y'all's list is, and uh, all that cool stuff. Thank y'all so much for the support. Y'all continue to give me every single episode. It means so much for, to me. It means so much that people are willing to listen to my episodes. And, you know, I hope that my content is good. And I hope that, you know, y'all will want to come back and continue listening to me and all that cool stuff. So that being said, I hope that y'all are good today. I hope y'all are smiling. I hope y'all hearts are happy and full and all that cool stuff. And trying to think, is there anything else I wanted to talk about? Um, I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. This was a longer episode and I enjoyed making it. I enjoyed talking about this. So that being said, I am going to go drink some more water. So my voice doesn't go out and doesn't go dry. And I will leave y'all be. So I will see y'all next time. I hope y'all are solid. And yeah, my next podcast will probably be about the new Candyman movie that I will be seeing tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. And yeah, peace out, y'all. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay awesome. Peace.